O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom for ever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. It is prophesied in the book of Amos that in the last days there would be a famine in the land. Not a famine for food, but a famine for the word of God, as it is written in Amos 8, 11, and 12. Behold, the days come, says the Lord God, that I will send a famine in the land, not a famine of bread, nor a thirst for water, but of hearing the words of the Lord. And they shall wander from sea to sea, and from the north even to the east. They shall run to and fro to seek the word of the Lord, and shall not find it. Even in the days of Joseph there were seven years of plenty, followed by seven years of famine. He had stored up grain for the seven years of famine. The Daily Audio Torah is your storehouse where you can get grain. It is 20 minutes every day of pure scripture flowing out, living manna to feed your spirit. Are you being blessed by this ministry? Please consider supporting Daily Audio Torah. You can make a one-time or a recurring donation by going to dailyaudiotorah.com and then click on the Give pick on the navigation menu. You can then make a secure online donation there. Thank you for your prayers, and thank you for your support. Now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. This week, we are reading from the Israel Bible for the Hebrew Scriptures and from the King James for the Brit Hadashah. Today, we continue the Torah portion, Meketz, and it means at the end of. Genesis 43, 16-29 When Joseph saw Benjamin with them, he said to his house steward, Take the men into the house, slaughter and prepare an animal, for the men will dine with me at noon. The men did as Joseph said, and he brought the men into Joseph's house. But the men were frightened at being brought into Joseph's house. It must be, they thought, because of the money we placed in our bags the first time, that we have been brought inside as a pretext to attack us and seize us as slaves, with our pack animals. So they went up to Joseph's house steward and spoke to him at the entrance of the house. If you please, my lord, they said, we came down once before to procure food, but when we arrived at the night camp encampment and opened our bags, there was each one's money in the mouth of his bag, our money in full. So we have brought it back with us, and we have brought down with us other money to procure food. We do not know who put the money in our bags. He replied, All is well with you. Do not be afraid. Your God, the Father, the God of your Father, must have put treasure in your bags for you. I got your payment. And he brought out Shimon to them. Then the man brought the men into Joseph's house. He gave them water to bathe their feet, and he provided food for their donkeys. They laid out their gifts to await Joseph's arrival at noon, for they had heard that they were to dine there. 
When Joseph came home, they presented to him the gifts that they had brought with them into the house, bowing low before him to the ground. He greeted them, and he said, How is your aged father of whom you spoke? Is he still in good health? They replied, It is well with your servant our father. He is still in good health. And they bowed and made obeisance. Looking about, he saw his brother Benjamin, his mother's son, and asked, Is this your youngest brother of whom you spoke to me? And he went on to say, May Hashem be gracious to you, my boy. Habakkuk 1.1-3.19 The pronouncement made by the Navi Habakkuk How long, Hashem, shall I cry out, and you not listen? Shall I shout to you, Violence, and you not save? Why do you make me see iniquity? Why do you look upon wrong? Raiding and violence are before me. Strife continues, and contention goes on. That is why decision fails and justice never emerges. For the villain hedges in the just man. Therefore, judgment emerges deformed. Lord, look upon the nations, observe well, and be utterly astounded. For a work is being wrought in your days, which you would not believe if it were told. For lo, I am raising up the Chaldeans, that fierce, impetuous nation who cross the earth's wide spaces to seize homes not their own. They are terrible, dreadful. They make their own laws and rules. Their horses are swifter than leopards, fleeter than the wolves of the steppe. Their steeds gallop, their steeds come flying from afar, like vultures rushing toward food. They all come bent on rapine. The thrust of their van is forward, and they amass captives like sand. Kings they hold in derision, and princes are a joke to them. They laugh at every fortress. They pile up earth and capture it. Then they pass on like the wind. They transgress and incur guilt. They ascribe their might to their God. You, Hashem, are from everlasting. My holy Hashem, you never die. Hashem, you have made them a subject of contention. O rock, You have made them a cause for complaint. You whose eyes are too pure to look upon evil, who cannot countenance wrongdoing, why do you countenance treachery and stand by idle while the one in the wrong devours the one in the right? You have made mankind like the fish of the sea, like creeping things that have no ruler. He has fished them all up with a line, pulled them up in his trawl, and gathered them in his net. That is why he rejoices and is glad. That is why he sacrifices to his trawl and makes offerings to his net. For through them his portion is rich, and his nourishment fat. Shall he then keep emptying his trawl and slaying nations without pity? I will stand on my watch Take up my station at the post and wait to see what he will say to me, what he will reply to my complaint. Hashem answered me and said, Write the prophecy down, inscribe it clearly on tablets so that it can be read easily. 
for there is yet a prophecy for a set term, a truthful witness for a time that will come. Even if it tarries, wait for it still, for it will surely come without delay. Lo, his spirit within him is puffed up, not upright, but the righteous man is rewarded with life for his fidelity. How much less then shall the defiant go unpunished, the treacherous, arrogant man who has made his maw as wide as Sheol, who is as insatiable as death, who has harvested all the nations and gathered in all the peoples. Surely all these shall pronounce a satire against him, an appointed epigram concerning him. They shall say, Ah, you who pile up what is not yours, how much longer, and make ever heavier your load of indebtedness. Right suddenly will your creditors arise, and those who remind you will awake, and you will be despoiled by them, because you plundered many nations. All surviving peoples shall plunder you for crimes against men and wrongs against the lands, against cities and all their inhabitants. Ah, you who have acquired gains to the detriment of your own house, who have destroyed many peoples in order to set your nest on high to escape disaster. You have plotted shame for your own house and guilt for yourself. And a stone shall cry out from the wall, and a raptor shall answer it from the woodwork. Ah, you who have built a town with crime and established a city with infamy, so that peoples have had to toil for the fire, and nations to weary themselves for naught. Behold, it is from the Lord of hosts. For the earth shall be filled with awe for the glory of Hashem, as water covers the sea. Ah, you who make others drink to intoxication as you pour out your wrath in order to gaze upon their nakedness. You shall be sated with shame rather than glory. Drink in your turn and stagger. The cup in the right hand of Hashem shall come around to you and disgrace to your glory. For the lawlessness against Lebanon shall cover you. The destruction of beasts shall overwhelm you. For crimes against men and wrongs against lands, against cities and all their inhabitants. What has the carved image availed that he who fashioned it has carved it for an image and a false oracle? That he who fashions his product has trusted in it, making dumb idols? Ah, you who say, wake up to wood and awaken to an inert stone. Can that give an oracle? Why, it is encased in gold and silver, but there is no breath in it. But Hashem in his holy abode, be silent before him, all the earth. A prayer of the Navi Habakkuk in the mode of Shigionoth. O Hashem, I have learned of your renown. I am awed, Hashem, by your deeds. Renew them in these years. Oh, make them known in these years. Though angry, may you remember compassion. Hashem is coming from Timon, the Holy One from Mount Paran, Selah. His majesty covers the skies. His splendor fills the earth. It is a brilliant light 
which gives off rays on every side, and therein his glory is enveloped. Pestilence marches before him, and plague comes forth at his heels. When he stands, he makes the earth shake. When he glances, he makes nations tremble. The age-old mountains are shattered. The primeval hills sink low. His are the ancient routes. As a scene of havoc, I behold the tents of Kushan. Shaken are the pavilions of the land of Midian. Are you wroth, Hashem, with Neharim? Is your anger against Neharim, your rage against Yam, that you are driving your steeds, your victorious chariot? All bared and ready is your bow. Sworn are the rods of the word. Selah, you make the earth burst into streams. The mountains rock at the sight of you. A torrent of rain comes down. Loud roars the deep. The sky returns the echo. Sun and moon stand still on high as your arrows fly in brightness, your flashing spear in brilliance. You tread the earth in rage. You trample nations in fury. You have come forth to deliver your people, to deliver your anointed. You will smash the roof of the villain's house, raise it from foundation to top. Selah. You will crack his skull with your bludgeon. Blown away shall be his warriors, whose delight is to crush me suddenly, to devour a poor man in an ambush. You will make your steeds tread the sea, stirring the mighty waters. I heard, and my bowels quaked. My lips quivered at the sound. Rot entered into my bone. I trembled where I stood. Yet I wait calmly for the day of distress, for a people to come to attack us. Though the fig tree does not bud, and no yield is on the vine, though the olive crop has failed, and the fields produce no grain, though sheep have vanished from the fold, and no cattle are in the pen, yet I will rejoice in Hashem and exalt in the God who delivers me. My Hashem is my strength. He makes my feet like the deer's feet and lets me stride upon the heights for the leader with instrumental music. Revelation 9, 1-21 And the fifth angel sounded, and I, John, saw a star fall from heaven unto the earth, and to him was given the key of the bottomless pit. And he opened the bottomless pit, and there arose a smoke out of the pit, as the smoke of a great furnace, and the sun and the air were darkened by reason of the smoke out of the pit. And there came out of the smoke locusts upon the earth, and unto them was given power, as the scorpions of the earth have power. And it was commanded them that they should not hurt the grass of the earth, neither any green thing, neither any tree, but only those men which have not the seal of God in their foreheads. And to them it was given that they should not kill them, but they, they should be tormented five months. And their torment was as the torment of a scorpion when he strikes a man. And in those days men shall seek death and shall not find it, and shall desire to die, and death shall flee from them. And the shapes of the locusts were like unto horses prepared to battle, and on their heads were, as it were, crowns like gold. 
and their faces were as the faces of men, and they had hair as the hair of women, and their teeth were as the teeth of lions. And they had breastplates as it were breastplates of iron, and the sound of their wings was as the sound of chariots, of many horses running to battle. And they had tails like scorpions, and there were stings in their tails, and their power was to hurt men five months. And they had a king over them, which is the angel of the bottomless pit, whose name in the Hebrew tongue is Abaddon, but in the Greek tongue his name is Apollyon. One woe is past, and behold, there come two woes more hereafter. And the sixth angel sounded, and I heard a voice from the four horns of the golden altar which is before God, saying to the sixth angel which had the trumpet, Loose the four angels which are bound in the great river Euphrates. And the four angels were loosed, which were prepared for an hour and a day and a month and a year, for to slay the third part of men. And the number of the army of the horsemen were two hundred thousand, thousand, and I heard the number of them. And thus I saw the horses in the vision, and them that sat on them having breastplates of fire, and of jacinth and brimstone. And the heads of the horses were as the heads of lions, and out of their mouths issued fire and smoke and brimstone. By these three was the third part of men killed, by the fire, and by the smoke, and by the brimstone, which issued out of their mouths. For their power is in their mouth and in their tails. For their tails were like unto serpents, and had heads, and with them they do hurt. And the rest of the men which were not killed by these plagues yet repented not of the works of their hands, that they should not worship devils and idols of gold and silver and brass and stone and wood, which neither can see nor hear nor walk. Neither repented they of their murders, nor of their sorceries, nor of their fornication, nor of their thefts. Psalm 137, 1-9 By the rivers of Babylon there we sat down, yes, we wept, when we remembered Zion. We hung our harps upon the willows in the midst thereof, for there they that carried us away captive required of us a song, and they that wasted us required of us mirth, saying, Sing us one of the songs of Zion. How? How shall we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? If I forget you, O Jerusalem, let my right hand forget her cunning. If I do not remember you, let my tongue cleave to the roof of my mouth. If I prefer not Jerusalem above my chief joy. Remember, O Lord, the children of Edom in the day of Jerusalem, who said, Raise it, raise it, even to the foundation thereof. O daughter of Babylon, who are to be destroyed. Happy shall he be that rewards you as you have served us. Happy shall he be that takes and dashes your little ones against the stones. Proverbs 30, verse 10. Accuse not a servant unto his master, lest he curse you and you be found guilty. Please enjoy this beautiful worship song, Dust in the Wind, by a good friend of mine, Brad Grumman, based upon Psalm 83. 
Thank you. 